Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Marketing While Muslim, episode five. Uh, here we are, Muslim CEO, the three founders, myself, Amin, Muhammad to the side of me, and Faisal below me, where he belongs. Oh, actually, I, <laughs> I don't actually know what it looks like on your screen, Muhammad. So, yeah, same. Uh, is it that's, like that? Yeah, that's as low as enough, basically. Okay. Uh, so welcome to Marketing While Muslim. This is a podcast, uh, of course, available video version and audio version, where we really, you know, as Muslim CEO, our focus is really high performance marketing. So we come on here uh, every couple of weeks and we really flex our marketing muscles. We, we put out, we, we challenge ourselves with some original marketing challenges and see what uh, solutions and what uh, we can come up with really in terms of ideas. Uh, in this uh, narrow time, right? We give ourselves about an hour and we have to come out with some uh, solutions, some marketing strategy that we feel would be successful, okay? So as usual, uh, only one of us comes to the podcast, to the episode with the idea, with the topic at hand. And in this case, in this episode number five, it's myself who's come with the idea and Muhammad and Faisal are about to find out what it is. And then we'll just get to work with uh, providing that kind of solution, those kind of ideas for it, inshallah. So, are you guys ready? Make it a good one, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I thought I would do something a little bit uh, different. Something like, if you look at the last few episodes, we've done a lot of the stuff that, you know, we probably have the most experience in, which is, um, you know, online exactly. marketing, maybe something like uh, selling a course or uh, something like that. Um, but what I thought in this episode we would do is, um, an offline business. Okay. So a local mm. business. So Very imagine good. that there is a coffee shop. It's just opened up and, uh, you know, coffee shops are actually doing quite well generally, yeah. especially before uh, COVID kind of situation. Um, but how would you take that as a business and get customers coming in the door, you know, with marketing, I don't want to say online marketing because I think that will be our, our answer anyway, but how do you get people in the door? You're a new coffee shop. There's a lot of competition. How do you do it? So that's what uh, the topic is for this episode, inshallah. And inshallah, it will show people that, you know, digital marketing can work for these kind of businesses as well. And also it will show you that the principles of marketing really are the same, no matter the business, right? So, uh, yeah, so I've got a document open here. Uh, what would you say, you know, what's coming to mind first in terms of what is the first thing to think of, right? Because sequence is quite important, so you don't make mistakes later on. Yeah, this is really good, bro. I'm glad you showed this. Inshallah, it'll benefit a lot of people that are watching um, and listening. What I would say, bro, is that potentially what we might want to do is just go, okay, coffee shop, who are the type of people that come here? What are the kind of benefits for a coffee shop, right? Just get like a rough idea of the feel because different coffee shops will have a different vibe to it and, and yeah. there'll be different people yeah. using it. Yeah, an example is like it was for just positioning perspective. Is it yeah. a Greg's type of coffee shop, which is like 59p, or is it a Starbucks, or is it a more gourmet mm. one? Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, let's let's write this down, I guess, yeah. so just so we have it in front of us. So I'll just share my sure. screen. Got this document here. So in terms of positioning, that's the place to start, right? Um, yeah. And obviously, we have our own kind of process where we would. Um, have all of these key decisions made, but we're not going to go. We've done that in previous episodes. Yeah, I just... think was it episode um, uh, two? I think we definitely went through some of those key things. So you can check that episode out for for positioning and all the strategic decisions. In terms of positioning, um, what I would say it's it's definitely on the uh, not the Greg's kind of style. It's, I mean, what what positioning would you say? Uh, you know those uh, 
I guess those kind of uh, hipster kind of ones, are they higher end or are they just yeah, same I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you yeah. a real example and uh, Fessel will probably know it, right? If you guys, mm. any of you guys uh, watching know about Leicester, uh, there's mm. a place called Brew there. Brew, yeah. okay. I, was thinking, I was thinking the exact same thing. So um, Brew is basically, it's kind of like a Starbucks Costa level, but it's like more trendy and then they do desserts and all those kind of things as well. Um, and I think it's a bunch of Muslims that kind of uh, opened that up as well. So mm. the name's very good, by the way, Brew, because it's all about tea instead of coffee and all that kind of stuff. So um, I mm. think it should be that kind of thing. Mm. What they've done as, a, as their point of difference is um, they've added a lot of funkiness. So it's like, okay, random flavors that you would never get in a, in a normal coffee shop. So mm. instead of, you, know, you, have, you have your normal caramel lattes and things like that, they have, um, I don't know, almond with mint or something so something random like that it's kind of like it's kind of like the my lahore of of like yeah exactly that's a good way of putting it so it's quite funky it's quite it's it's there for the younger generation it's like a cool basically it's a cool place to be yeah but then on on the flip side um you have i mean again i mean mean, this all depends on what's the usp or what like what is the thing that they're pushing out more because they have you have a, a coffee shop that like the one in Nottingham called Ninety Eight Degrees, which has become a really like, um, sort of big local brand because they focus on the connoisseurs, and so mm. as a result, what they're offering they're offering things like uh, how to make the perfect coffee classes within mm. within there because they're like I don't know it's all about you know a really expert level like coffee. Yeah, so, I would say let's go down. Uh, I I would call this like mid market where it's like kind of Starbucks. Uh, Positioning, yeah. uh, Starbucks so alternative think, type thing. Similar to halal alternative Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean a trendy, right? Uh, so it is trendy. It is about the. I would say it's about the experience uh, in yeah. the store. Okay, it's not necessarily about the best tasting coffee or um, you know nitro coffee and all these fancy things. Yeah, yeah. They might have that definitely, but um, it's about having a nice environment. Okay, sure. Uh, with of course uh, with the usual stuff, right? So it has. Uh, some of the non-standard uh, coffees, right? Um, non-standard coffees. What I mean by that is like, it's not Greg's way. All you can get is Americano and like uh, cappuccino yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So so that's the kind of positioning we have here, right? There's, there is the focus on the environment, the in-store feel, uh, meeting yeah. people, uh, either doing a, we- a meeting for work or meeting uh, friends, this kind of environment. You know? Okay. Uh, nice so, place to be. Yeah. So another um, thing to look at again, we, as we start with in in previous episodes, is the, mm. just the target market. Because again, mm. um, you have coffee shops that are aimed at you know people who love cats. You have you have like kitty cafes and things like that. Yeah. Or you have and so again, what's the different angle? Or if, like, if you want to go for like a Muslim type of coffee shop, then yeah. you could create like a Kiva Han type of version. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I mean, you, you tell me, what do you feel is the, that kind of Cafe Nero style? What is the, I mean, I know that's, um, that's mainstream, right? So I mean, it is mainstream, yeah. It, but, but, but they're probably aimed at, I mean, they're probably aimed at professionals, aren't they? They're probably aimed at professionals. Yeah, and, they're fundamentally, yeah. They, they started in that niche. Like, obviously, it's, yeah. it's, it's become one of those things where even like mums kind of yeah. meet up in the afternoon yeah. and all that stuff. But it yeah. started with professionals in mind. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And, and the good, because they, they have is, the disposable income as well work meetings right and then also they have disposable uh disposable income um it's also a place for breaks and and lunch and all that kind of stuff yes 
Yeah. Okay. But if it but if it's done with purely professionals in mind, then uh, what do they care about? So they might you might want to have like pods in there that they can hide away in, and again that's yeah. the, your yeah. point of difference. But but this is why getting the avatar, like you know the avatar makes uh, you need to get that really clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean uh, it could be it could be the whole uh, working remotely thing even. Yeah, yeah. Working, going to be working is definitely a big one there as well. Yeah. Right? But I think I think with the, you could put working down for them because. Um, like you see a lot of people will be in coffee shops working like that. And they're the annoying guys who get on the phone and start talking about, yeah, that's the deal. <laughs> and all they all they do is order like a water in the morning and stay all day. He's <laughs> all speaking for himself. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that. Not all day, but yeah. Um, what's worse than that is going there and not ordering anything. That's the worst. And we're not allowed to talk about our sins, so I won't oh, think yeah, about yeah. my own experience. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, the only I think the last I think thing to one, do. One more avatar. Go ahead. I mean, mm. one more mm. avatar might be good, like just to get something con like the opposite of that, or very different to that. Um, mm. So then, when we get to the idea stage, we'll have more to kind of play with. That. Yeah, as well, an alternative could be um, uh, all, all coffee shops are aimed at uh, professionals. So, so why don't go down families? Okay, a place where families can go and uh, kids can have milkshakes and the parents can have tea and this and that. That could be one. Or you so can is have, this. Is this as well as professionals or is it an alternative? Yeah, I would definitely do it. No, no, it should as always, alternative. No, no, it should always be as, because, it, well, you know, again, like location, because what we're going to do is, I mean, as I understood it, is that you want to get more in terms of ideas and promotions, right? We don't want to spend yeah, too to much time. to bring people in. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to spend yeah. too much time yeah. here, yeah? So what I'm saying is that all these kind of factors, like where are they based? So for example, with Brew, for example, if it was based in city center, you know, you're not really going to work with families. If it's yeah, based in a remote, yeah. lo remote location, you might work. With... So what I'm saying is that yeah. maybe you should put uh, families slash mums, because the truth is, that's me and you, we spent a lot of time in UK coffee shops, right? Yeah. And when you go there, there's a lot of uh, like women and people who don't look like workers yeah, in yeah, yeah. suits and boots and stuff who are there spending time. Yeah. So it's actually a with casual... With and stuff, which yeah. is a bit of a giveaway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with prams <laughs> and stuff. So it's actually like a casual meeting place as well. It's kind of become a bit like a community center right mm. so that kind of vibe that's another type of people where i've mm. seen people who are just like you can just see mother and uh, daughter just even meeting up there or you can see like a group of a family moving so so it's like that kind of uh, community hub type place third space yeah third space yeah, exactly third space, yeah, yeah. Space. so yeah, they they tend to go there for meeting friends place to relax maybe read a book this kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. good in the, as with the UK um, context, uh, taking refuge from the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and also, also they also yeah. use it as a like a break. Like let's say I'm out shopping, right? And then I've got mm. an hour before I pick up the kids. Mm -hmm. I'd go sit in a coffee shop, basically, right? Yes. So it's yeah. it's that kind of place as well. Yeah. So yeah. Reading and stuff. Okay, good. But I think so. When it comes to the offerings, let's talk a little bit about unique. Um, offerings because that will determine like yeah. what we can do in terms of marketing sure. so if we're gonna like focus a lot on the professionals um what would we have so it could have like a lunch um offers right yeah you uh, can have um like lunch and learns so you can have like the like things that they events that they host where you could have lunch and it's a business networking kind of thing okay um, good another, another thing you could do bro is that <clears throat> When let's say you're in an area like Uxbridge, where I used to work for Xerox, they had a lot of companies that were based locally. Okay, mm. so you could have a discount for the companies that are based mm. within two mile radius. 
So if yeah, you're an employee of, uh, let's say like Xerox, just show your Xerox badge and you'll get 10% off, right? Because then that's like long-term loyalty and that's yeah. where you want people to buy your coffees and everything. Yeah. yeah. What about you've got, you've got, you've got the standard coffee got to uh, nearby offices? That yeah, yeah that, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an, an obvious one is obviously loyalty cards and stuff. You know, most coffee shops have mm. that. Yeah. Um, you could do like, I mean, you know the whole thing of, of giving something free that, um, so mothers, right? You could say uh, anyone with a pram gets a free cookie, right? Mm. You know, those kind of like uh, unique things where you actually... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to find a pram without, no kidding it. Just, <laughs> just being... <laughs> Walking with three prams. <laughs> three cookies. <laughs> three cookies, please. <laughs> when, 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 you buy a, when you buy a coffee or whatever, like basically like really making them feel like, oh, I'm a mum and I'm special because I'm a mum. You're like, welcome. Special, yeah. Yeah, welcome, like, yeah. Feeling welcome and stuff. So I think mm -hmm. that's good. Um, wow. You can have a quiet space, bro, for meetings. No, not for meeting, yeah. a quiet space for working, right? Yeah. So like, I, I, whenever I go to coffee shop, I'm like looking at the area, I'm like, which place is the quietest? Because coffee shops can be quite noisy because the machines, they're just going yeah, off, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So if you can have like a quiet space for working, like that could be quite good as well. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like yeah. just one pod, pod. Yeah. for, or for of calls pods, yeah. or you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay, I think we'll, we'll so, come so, up so with so more. Another, thing, another yeah. unique offering, by the way, could be the, 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 the menu. So uh, a lot of them sometimes focus on, oh, you know what, uh, vegan only, or they go um, mm -hmm. non-dairy or this and that. So you know, it may, maybe you can go down a, or, or it's a very special chef that's prepared or all that mm. kind of stuff. So, so what about like high, uh, high protein lunch? Yeah, you know, that's it. That's good. Or no maybe, they do bullet, maybe, maybe it's a place that they do bulletproof coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keto, keto friendly. That's quite niche, I think. Yeah, uh, I was thinking uh, we it could be uh, promoted as the thing that will avoid that post lunch slump. You know, mm, nice, yeah. high performance type stuff. Yeah, really yeah. Good. So what's that? What's that coffee shop called that's opened up near um, Nottingham Uni? Yeah, A One. A One, like they've got a very. Um, like healthy yoga type feel going. Yeah, there. it is. A, it is a, it's actually a, it's, a, it's actually a yoga studio behind it, and yeah. uh, and even inside, it's all very um, green. It's very it's like a greenery inside, and it's like a very na natural mm. na uh, nature type of feel that the bomb I mean, the, the other thing we could do, especially because the mums and stuff, we could do the whole coffee mornings. So every single yeah. day at eleven a.m., for example, you Monday to Friday, for example, you have different things happening, or Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So. Like you actually have like mini events taking place in, yeah. in there as a coffee morning. Because yeah. everyone that comes in for that buys a coffee, right? So like having the morning events yeah. for mom, mother's avatar. Yeah. Well, I think we, uh, you, you, at some point you have to choose, do we prioritize the professionals or the mothers, right? Because yeah, if absolutely. the coffee morning is at uh, 11 and then oh. the lunch event is at 12 or 1, yeah, I think what it is, uh, I mean, is that, you know, when you, when you've got a business like that, uh, like we were kind of saying on one of the coaching calls to one of our clients that this is all about testing and trialing new things and getting yeah. into that action mode. Right. Yeah. And so what you could do is you'd be like, okay, Monday, no, not Monday. You could say maybe Thursday morning or Friday morning, which is a chilled out morning is basically going to be coffee, coffee mornings. Right. So you yeah, just do yeah. one coffee morning a week. And then with yeah. the event, you're like, okay, the lunch event's going to be on Tuesday afternoons. There's only one lunch event, and and just yeah. like testing and trying, yeah. and then whatever you see working, obviously that's what we scale up. 
Yeah. This, yes. this is also a strategy that's used for local businesses because what you have is, yeah, let's say you have a restaurant or you have a coffee shop, yeah? Um, they call this layering the business because it's like, okay, one layer at its core layer is the coffees. But then, okay, how else can you extract income from right. it? Okay, right, mm. we're going to do a delivery service. Okay, that's the next mm. second layer. Okay, we're going to be hosting events. It's a venue, a venue as well. So we're going to do that. Then we're going to be doing cookery classes. Then it's, so you can see this is uh, multiple layers all can take an income stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically, uh, you've got that sunken cost in the shape of rent. So you're paying that rent no matter what. And so, so you your job it. your job is not to reduce that cost. That cost is there. You can't do anything about it. How can I actually Leverage. find diff how can I maximize the use of that, you know, Space. quote unquote asset that I, I'm paying for? hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's like even gyms know this very well that I have to have the gym as full as possible in as many hours as possible, because I'm paying for it anyway. Um, so yeah. yeah, so let's. That's, I mean, that one more idea. Not, then um, this yeah. is kind of like something we used to suggest, especially in the marketing agency days, is that um, basically create alliances with non-competing businesses. That's good. So locally, there'll be loads of businesses which are not competing. So, for example, uh, like you mentioned, a gym, right? A gym doesn't compete with a coffee shop. So mm. they could actually work together and be like, "Look, I'm going to promote you. You're going to promote me, right?" And mm. also. I'm going to give discount to every gym member. I'm going to give them a discount of 10%, right? Mm. And, and if you guys could do like, just put my posters up or do something like that, like that, like anyone who shows you gym membership that they're going to get a post. Especially because the avatars are very similar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so what are other businesses that are typically on the high street? Like even a dry cleaners, bro, right? There's a dry cleaners. The dry cleaners does not compete with them. But mm. if you said, right, anyone that comes in uh, showing a receipt of the dry cleaners, they will basically get 10% off, right? And then you go to a dry cleaner and say, can I put posters up of special offers, right? So in the dry cleaners, then you put posters up of special offers that you get in addition to the 10%, right? Like right now, if you come uh, between this time and this time, you'll get like a cheaper thing, right? And, and by the way, I mean, that's a separate, uh, separate unique offer that between certain times like restaurants, they will say, if you come at this time, like happy hour time, like you will get this at a much more discounted price or we will do one course free if you buy this one course restaurants group. So time-based discounts. Yeah. One, one last thing uh, is just um, having a uh, recurring revenue type of aspect to it. So you have coffee clubs or you have, you have Hotel Chocolate, have a chocolate connoisseurs club where they send a new thing every single month. You could do the same with coffee or a membership might entitle you to um, a discount, especially if you're buying a lot. Or you can you have first priority on the pods or something like that. So or something uh, like a membership, uh, five pounds, ten pounds a month. And then yeah, the other... I think that would be good for the professionals um, to yeah. try and get them that. Okay, if you are working remotely two days a week, three days, then this is the place you're always going to come because you've paid yeah. that monthly. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they could also they could also like sell stuff as well. By the way, like uh, like raw raw coffee, right? Like that stuff you can use at home and all of that. You could actually sell additional products, not just things that you do there. And a lot of the restaurants have started doing that as well, where they bottle their own sauces now. Like Nando's will have their own sauce mm. that you can take home, okay, yeah. right? So home-based products that you basically sell, yeah. right? Because that's Absolutely. an extra revenue stream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, I think um, what I would say is that they have to have some sort of way of um, basically getting that avatar digitally. 
right? Like we haven't talked about that at all, yeah? yeah. So either it's going to be something like uh, put your business card in and every month we announce like a big, like what you could do, this is what I would probably do is I would get this massive, uh, you know how you get those hampers, right? I would get a massive hamper, which is filled with all kinds of coffees, but then also like something valuable as well, not like an iPad, but something like valuable and just keep it in my coffee shop. And I'll be like, this is what you, this is what we give mm. away every single month. If you just put your business card below the hamper, right? Yeah. So everyone's walking past, like, what is this hamper, right? And it's like, mm. to win it once a month, just put your business card in there, right? Is and that so GDPR just... friendly? <laughs> I hope so, right? So you just put your business card in there, right? And then you accumulate all these business cards. Or another big one for these guys uh, is actually uh, Wi-Fi, right? Because when oh, yeah, you come, like you, in a coffee shop, you want to use Wi-Fi. You don't want to use your network because sometimes it's not good and all those kind of things. Yeah. So these kind of digital offers that will uh, enable you to get their details, uh, you know, I think this is, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that we want to be adding to there so that they yeah. feel like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a must, must yeah. Yeah, that's a must. Uh, again, you can have other things like wireless charging mats on the thingy that they can charge wirelessly and all that stuff. So, uh, one more thing I had in mind was uh, free coffee for a year. <laughs> I, <laughs> like that. I like that. God. So, how would that work first? Like, will my business go bankrupt? Like, what is it? Um, so, again, um, with with the free coffee for a year, it's like, it's like very headline off. It. it sounds amazing. Like, as you can run it as like a competition online. To get people into the store so but but again how how it would work is all you really legally would need to give is one every month or you're entitled to a free coffee every month there's actually 12 coffees you're giving away essentially. don't be cheap or, or, you, or you can limit or you can limit it to the value of 10 pounds per month or whatever so that's three coffees per, per month i was gonna say don't be cheap like give it every week Oh, every week even. It's coffee. coffee. How much does coffee cost to make? Oh, yeah, like true. 30, yeah. 30p, right? So you can yeah, give one go. away, right? Yeah, so 50, so 50 times, you know, £3 or whatever. It's actually the total value of the prize is uh, maybe £150. But, yeah, but what you, you, can get, you can get a few thousand leads from it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So did I write that? Um... Uh, oh, this was this is not a strategy, but this is um, a, quite a cool thing for the, for the coffee shop itself is... Again, uh, what they what a lot of coffee shops like is that lo local feel because if you're competing with a yeah. Starbucks and a Costa, it's like are they they like very they're like franchises they're like commercial and stuff. They want that local kind of feel, so you can partner up with either a university or with a gallery or something like that, and you're you're putting local artists painting paintings up, uh, and 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 what do you call it? You can get commission for if they actually get sold and this and that. So it's just an excellent, nice little extra touch. Yeah, yeah. That's I think even, 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 by the way, I mean, you know that thing that you've written there above, alliances with non-computing businesses, I would add universities in there because mm. like university students, students although they yeah. don't have much money, but they will go to Costa and they will spend there. Yeah, right? exactly. And so like getting them on board is actually mm. very good as well. Yeah, if you happen to be near a university, then that would have to be one of the key avatars, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so let's move on to the actual uh, details and, and tactics of how we would implement like promoting the, the coffee uh, shop or the cafe and these unique offerings. So I don't know, should we maybe highlight some of these or pick one or two or three and then say how we would actually implement that? So uh, I mean, we could, I mean, we could, rather than going that way, I mean, what we could yeah. do, like a lot of these are quite self-explanatory. 
Yeah, yeah right? some of them are. So yeah. someone who's kind of in them, they can just be like, okay, yeah, I get that, I get that, I get that, right? Yes. What yeah. we might want to do now is now that we've got, because if you think about it, almost all of these ideas are offline ideas, right? To mm-hmm. do with in-store and everything. What we mm-hmm. might want to think about now is how do we, like, let's maybe brainstorm all the ways that we can get to the avatar without digital, and then we can go into, like, specific digital strategies. Okay, that's a good idea. But just a quick brainstorm mm-hmm. of non-digital. Uh, non, non, non-digital, not online, non offline basically i mean for a lot of these like um discount for local companies and what was the alliances then you that would literally just be door to door speaking yeah speaking basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah speaking door to door or speaking to local pe- people yeah yeah one thing that you could do is you can partner with uh, not partner with but you, you can pay the royal mail a certain amount and um they can uh, post leaflets to every um, door within a postcode. Yeah, so, so basically direct mail. You could you could do know, that. Yeah. It'd be cheaper if you do it yourself, but you could do direct mail or you could do flyering. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that flyering would be something leading to a big discount. Yeah, of course um, you have a voucher on there, and that brings if you bring this into store, you have X Y Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it could even be part of the free coffee for a year campaign. Yeah, that's good to get them online here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could also uh, be events, talking. bro, like in the direct mail, like especially if you're local, like you could just put, uh, you know, events for the next three months, basically. Coffee yeah. mornings happening for uh, that. Yeah. But what I would do is that, especially if it's not open yet, you'd have a lo- big launch event where celebrities are going to be there, cutting the ribbon, all that kind of stuff. The How, mail, much the huh? How much do you charge <laughs> to turn up? Uh, well, no, no, I don't, I don't do that. Oh, you do it for the sake of only, International only. Yeah. So, so obviously, yeah, I mean, that's a good point that if it's brand new and they haven't done it, they have to do a launch event, right? Launch event is like really, really important. Um, yeah. And uh, alongside the launch event, you want to have a launch offer as well, right? Yeah. So a lot of the food places, they open up like that, right? For example, if they're going to sell, I don't know, like uh, burgers for five pound normally, they'll be like, you know, every burger is half price. So everyone yeah. just like rushes in there. And yeah, and, and, and that's what you want. You're on the day, on the first day, you want queues and queues and queues. Yeah. And you actually first, want yeah. people to turn away. Uh, oh, and I didn't get on. Yeah, I'll come back. It's that it, perception. It, it reminds me of when I was a kid, like we all went to watch Jurassic Park and we would go to the, in those days, it was not online booking, right? We, I know you're thinking you probably, in those days, you didn't have cinemas, but we did, right? And uh, <laughs> we, we, went yeah, to, we went to watch 13. Jurassic Park and bro, every single day of the summer that we went, it was sold out, like every day. And I never got to watch it, like you know. Wow. So, like, it was just sold out too much. They, they, all, they all got extinct in the end, bro. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for ruining it. No, I have seen it since then, but yeah. So it's uh, the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that would just be on one day, right? Where you do the yes. big launch and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. you could you could do. Oh, you do, do a countdown. You do a countdown uh, probably online and this and that, like. Um, just to drop hype for the event. You know, you, you guys have got me excited now because... Um, <laughs> no, it's not real, bro. It's fiction. <laughs> no, no, you know what? You know what's real for me is that Jaiwala just opened up down the road. So okay. that's like a real key place that like they're not... But for them, for example, right, bro, like, um, I mean, this comes on to like uh, other strategies. Since they've, uh, their sign went up and they've been building, I've been going online to see things and like their Google listing, like is, they don't even have a phone number there. So I think like you should write further down digital strategies that 
the Google listing and all this kind of stuff, like it's very important. And then like, like Fessel was saying, like having that countdown where you know, like communicating with your community yeah. locally that look, we're opening up and you know, for our yeah. opening offer, we're going to do this and that. 38, 38 days to go or 12 yeah, days so, to go. So we haven't known when they're opening. And then on top of that, Corona kind of came in. So it's like, no one's allowed to open. So yeah. like, you know, from that perspective, I'm like, mm. let's go there. First of all, I'll take you there when you come in, Shona. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other things we can do offline, guys? Apart from flyering? Yes, we can. Uh, we can do... You know that kind of street team stuff where you get people uh, um, yeah, either they do those get those little templates and they spray around. Yeah, um, I think that, they, that's they, interesting. That's quite stickering. Niche. <laughs> <laughs> um, Put that down. That's good. Yeah. 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 What is that called? Yeah, street stencils, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking that, about, but you're more cultured. Yeah. I've you. seen that. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, when you're in the restaurant trade or whatever, you know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another one you could do actually is uh, standing outside with taste tests, right? Yeah, that's good. So taste basically, just stand outside. People, people wearing t-shirts. Yeah, you got red red velvet cakes, right? And you just like, you know, chop them into like tiny pieces that you can't even taste. <laughs> on, a, on a toothpick. <laughs> yeah, on a toothpick, and then just get people to just try them out and stuff, right? You could do mm. the same with like uh, free shots of coffee and stuff. So, mm. it's a bit costly, costly. Okay, let me separate this into Bro, offline. Bro, coffee is cheap, man. It's so cheap. Offline. No, you're thinking of the instant coffee, but this is also you hooking it <laughs> coffee bean from Colombia. <laughs> Arabica beans. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, the obvious ones like billboards and things like that. Again, would you do it? I'm not sure, but I mean, that, that is a, a, a way of, especially if it's like... Mm. Roundabouts, um, yeah? If, if, it, yeah, if it's in prime place near the place and yeah i mean you can opening I soon around the corner 24 yeah. yards or whatever yeah, that yeah. Kind of yeah i think uh, obviously what one of the big uh, advantages of online stuff is that you can often spend a little and test so yeah. a billboard yeah. is like requires that big upfront investment without knowing if it's going to work so what i might do is i might do certain ads and then based on what is working with the ads, I would use that to make my uh, build. Um, yeah, that's a good, a good point. That's a good, a good right. way of doing it. Um, so let's get on to the online stuff, yeah? yeah? Um, what, uh, okay, good. So for me, straight up easy one would be uh, target uh, local vicinity. Uh, oh, man, I, wa I wanted to say local... <laughs> I wanted to say location-based targeting, bro. You like took that away from me, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you target the location with, yeah. with Google search. So, uh, so you based on, for example, if somebody searches, so let's just do some example keywords. So the, if somebody searches in Google, uh, local coffee shop, right? Or cafe near me, for example, uh, you only in that area, like within whatever, few miles radius why am i saying miles few kilometers radius uh, <laughs> um your your um ad would show up at the uh, you know top of the google results right so you want that um if you can also do google maps um i don't know if uh, that's like a placement you can do these days but i know there is some level of advertising they allow on google maps so that would be good um and that's that's uh maybe not that wouldn't be uh, promotion based. It would just be leading to your main website or, or to, to a phone call, right? And to on definitely on the website, you would definitely need to make it very clear your location and any you know generic um, 
promotions you have going on, right? Yeah. Uh, but then on the Facebook side of things, um, I would say uh, run Facebook, uh, and this would include Instagram as well. Facebook and Instagram ads. So let me just write ads. And what I would do is I would do uh, lead, um, like, you know, lead, lead gen form within Facebook. And it would yeah. be for the free coffee for oh, yeah. a year. And again, I would only target that local uh, area. Okay. Yeah. And it also could be for the uh, hamper uh, giveaway, you know, anything of that sort. So you're getting people's, um, you could say, I don't even want your email. I just want your phone number, for example. And, and if you have a strategy in place to use that, uh, or you could say both. Um, so you've got that. And then um, I mean, for launch day, you can have yeah. even a Snapchat filter just to yes. get, get them in the door and you know, just have, have fun and stuff just for experience. Yeah. For launch and the way that works is you use their geofencing isn't it where yeah, that's right, uh, yeah. if they're in that location then they have access to a special snapchat filter that others wouldn't get if they're in another location yeah exactly. um yeah we, we i've actually done that do you remember that face i can't remember when did you do it we did it on right. aid in the east london mosque area <laughs> quite sick yeah. uh, i need a full wedding <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah good one um okay uh does that uh okay how else do we get uh people in uh, so, uh, so one obvious one is uh, obviously influencers and uh, affiliates and stuff so you also you want to get the key people um like maybe who are local celebrities or something just really talking yeah, I mean, about it and hyping it up and, stuff. and you know youtube maybe, maybe using instagram especially the thing is that's as well what's really interesting is that um, there's people who are local celebrities who you could get for free. So, for example, yeah. like when my dad was the mayor, like the mayor, his whole duties basically he's relieved of all his counselling duties, and all he does is just events everywhere, right? And it's quite weird because the people see the mayor as a kind of a celebrity, and he's local, mm. but he's completely free, right? So you can just like book him and be like, come oh. to my coffee shop and stuff. <laughs> so, like in your local community, there are people like that who might have a title who would come to your thing for free. Right. And then that means that you can actually get local mayors in, you can get local. So it doesn't need to be someone who's an Instagram guy with a hundred thousand followers and stuff. It could just yeah. be people who locally. Uh, Muhammad, your mic went, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, one, one thing that works quite well, actually, is again, this might be as a unique offering or as a person is black, the black card. So you know how you have the Nando's black, that's like the exclusive thing that everyone talks about. Oh, I want to want to be only, it's only reserved for those the top 1% of your customers and that. So you can actually have a talk about, yeah. oh yeah, uh, you know, so you can tempt the big timers in with the black card. It actually, you know, like on Nando's, the black card gets you free chicken for life type thing. Or yeah, for a yeah. year or whatever, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I know about that. Um, um, well, Muhammad, realistically, yeah. Muhammad, your mic's gone. Maybe go to audio setting or something. Uh, but Faisal, you know, like realistically, who is going to be a local influencer? Um, so we wrote Mayo, but any other ideas just to make it a bit more practical and implementable? So if you can look on, you can look on Twitter or you can look on Instagram. A lot of people might be like vloggers and, and bloggers who, who you know, talk about the region, right? It could be like, you know, a, a football player for the, for the local mm. team. It could be... Uh, newscasters, um, mm. people who do local the local shows and stuff. So mm. radio hosts and stuff. They that might be a lot. Mm. 
Mm, okay. But, but the truth of it is, is that, think uh, that that should be on the other side. The whole because that kind of comes on the loyalty schemes, right? This whole yeah, loyalty, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe we should put it as that. Um, and even even celebrities actually that could fall onto that side as well. Um, but online, we're because we're kind of falling back into that unique offerings oh, area, yeah, right? Yeah. But online, like what what else could we do online to kind of because if you were talking about local influencers promoting it online, then that that that's yeah, that's, that's, that's how it started. Yeah, that's something that. you can. Yeah, you know what a big thing is for anybody really in retail, and this includes online retail, and that is retention of customers, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I sell you a cup of coffee today, um, you know, for for two pound fifty, my profit on that really including rent and everything is like 50p right Uh, but i'm gonna really make money when i get uh, like a thousand true fans and when they're coming back again and again Um, so how do we put retention in place so when we do this big launch and when we do the initial marketing push and we get people coming in the first time how do we get them coming in the second third fourth time that is a big a big thing Uh, that's where i think so uh, SMS marketing would come in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the way I would use that is reminders of um, big uh, promotions, right? You don't want, uh, what you don't want is people only come when there's a promotion, right? Yeah, so you don't want to be, uh, because you, you're going to have regular promotions, but you, those promotions should be focused on people who are, have not come the first time, okay? Um, and I remember actually a strategy I heard of, uh, the first time they come in, you give them very special treatment, okay? And the, you know that it's the first time because uh, you put like a napkin, a certain color napkin yeah, on their table. Yeah, restaurants do that, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you treat them really well. This, and then when they, fi- they finish, you give them a big discount for something like free dessert next time you come, right? Mm-hmm. And so that t- gets them to come the second time. The third time you give them another kind of discount. The third time they've come and if they've enjoyed it, you've kind of won them over. You, you, at yeah. that point, you've won them over or you haven't, right? And, yeah, and, yeah. and it will be decided in those first three visits. Um, so that's very important. So that, what I'm saying with the SMS marketing is we might remind them of promotions like once a month, but no more than that because you don't want them only coming for that because that's yeah, going to eat away at your profit margin. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to kind of um it's hard to implement like with safety features the truth is most people are quite honest anyway but if you said something like if you had a big thing behind the behind the coffee bar that said um first time here let us know get a free cookie or something like that right like that's a massive sign and people are oh yeah this is the first time i come to your your place okay here's a free cookie right again something that doesn't cost you very much but you've identified that person and that person goes wow like these guys treated me special you know, mm, so like mm. having something like that could be good, but I don't know how. Like, I'll, I'll I'm, go going there. I'm going there with masks and stuff. Yeah, I need to this coffee shop. You know that, that kind exactly, of yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely. You know, with with this coffee in a coffee shop in general, I I would really focus on getting those thousand true fans. You know, you know, you know what you do then. I mean, I'll give, I'll tell you what I somewhere I use my loyalty a lot. Right, mm. um, is where they've made it easy for me. So I'll give you an example. You know, something like uh, Nando's or something like that. I've found that to be very difficult because oh, where's my Nando's card with the stamp thing? Oh, I left it at home or it's in my other wallet or the. So the one that actually works for me very well is so my sub card. Yeah, yeah. sub card. Right? Why? Because they made an app 
which is called subcard. And every time you do it, they go like, have you got a subcard? Yeah, I have. Okay. Deet. And then within a second, you can basically see how many, how many points you got, how many free subs you got. Don't know anything. I think I might have a free sub. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but that, that actually works well on Costa as well. Yeah, Costa do that as well. Oh, do they, do they have an app now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rather than having a card, what I'm saying is that it's all about having the app so that I know my phone is always with me. So if yeah. I'm ever in a coffee shop, I will always have my, uh, you know, card with me if yeah. it's an app. Yeah. So yeah. I put, you have a QR code in store where they just put their camera over it, download the app, they've got it. Yeah. So for what I would do is that I would um, put in, if you, especially if you're talking to professionals, professionals listen to podcasts on the way to work, etc. So you'd have a, a coffee and a coffee and chat podcast type thing. So uh, and then um, you're, you're interviewing celebrities or whoever, uh, or interesting people, business people, or whatever. And then uh, uh, one of the questions are, oh, "What's your favorite coffee?" But it's a top of mind thing. And you know, you know that top of mind thing actually is a very good idea. And and what you would do is you would actually film it in in, in the, the coffee, coffee shop. shop right yeah, exactly. like it's just going on and and this is very good because what happens it has two three effects one is the effect that obviously you're producing content and that one piece of content content like i mean you made that video how you can just basically chop it up and do so many things with it if it's like a 30 40 minute thing right um secondly it makes the place familiar and when something's mm. familiar to people they like know it they like it they trust it right it's because true. it's so familiar and then from a third perspective it's like if you see something on videos and all this stuff you're like Oh, I can go to that place. Like you know how people visit the whole near my house. We've got the Beatles place where they where they made that cover where they're all standing on the uh, the crossing, right? Abbey um, Road. Abbey Road, exactly. So Abbey Road, like people go there to take pictures. So it just mm. gives you that feel that oh, that's the coffee shop. And so what you could do is you could just interview local people. Like you could go invite the mayor around and go. We're going to do the mayor of this thing, right? Like just see what his story and make it all about storytelling. And then you do other local people. Okay, this guy owns this business. Everyone knows yeah. this business in the area. A bit like humans in New York. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Humans of. But you know what I would do differently because when you said do a podcast, I'm thinking, yo, that's not realistic. You know, I'm busy coffee uh, shop owner. Uh, I can't do that. What I would do is I would find out if anyone locally is doing a podcast, and I would say you can use my yeah. shop for free after we close to film it. That's a great idea. Mm, yeah, that's great. very good. Yeah, 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 as long as you mention it's here. So that, that's, that's a good idea as well. But, but actually, you know, even, even offering things like that, I mean, like just the idea of using the space when it's not in use for the community, like yeah. that, that's like a big that's thing, right, you know, yeah. because yeah. a lot of these places, like you, you could say, they're, they're, they're pillars of the community, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Shops, so so you, you could be like, look, as long as you're willing to pay my staff cost of like, I don't know, uh, 10 pound, like you can mm. use my venue, which is like a huge venue and it would cost you hundreds of pounds to rent out per hour, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's additional. Yeah, so that's just, just another thing with content in mind. Obviously, you do you would do the content of like meet the team and just get people familiar with you know um, the personalities and stuff like behind the scenes. Oh, again, or behind the scenes. So you know, video like you know the, the time taken or or the care taken to uh, like create the perfect coffee and all of that type of stuff. So again, it just shows that there's there's, there's people who really uh, take customer service seriously and who, who really uh, you know. Like but pouring coffee is an art form and all that kind of stuff. So mm. that stuff works well. well mm. One one thing I wanted to ask you guys is that, um, like, if you had to focus on a primary method of communication, what would it be? Because um, you know, normally we would go like you know, build do it on your own platform. Email is very good, right? But with stuff like this, you could do SMS, but it might be too intrusive. The app might be good as well because like you can have badges and notifications and all that kind of stuff. So like if you were gonna do this, like which one would you guys prioritize and why? 
Mm, I'm between uh, SMS and WhatsApp. So you Already? know now you can okay. you, you can do you can do WhatsApp business. So you can make a WhatsApp business account for the cafe, and you know if people message you, now you've got that as a as a chat, just as with any you know WhatsApp conversation. So you could use WhatsApp. Uh, but ultimately, you're going to collect emails and phone numbers, right? But then it's like, how do you use those? Yeah, I'm between those two myself. What about you, Fessel? Hmm. It's interesting because what came to mind for me is uh, what others in the hospitality trade do, which is Twitter. Twitter is, you know, obviously uh, dying and declining and all that kind of stuff. That, for me, um, it's all in public, especially if you're good. Um, you, could, you could do like, uh, like um, you have a, a particular style. You have Wendy's who are quite you know, funny and quirky on there or innocent and stuff. And then it's a, you know, customer service you can do via that. And it's just all out in public, but uh, and then it is, it is it's visible, isn't it? And in the, mm. community, in the community, um, uh, you know, often people follow like local things. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Twitter is always quite good for hospitality stuff. I think mm -hmm. I want to ask you, I mean, like, is there a reason you wouldn't go with app? Because for me, like if I'm thinking about my Subway app, that I do use it a lot. And then if I had notifications on like most people, then you can like send them short, sharp messages. So why would you go with something else over that? I think uh, if I think of the m number of people who are gonna get the app versus the number of people who are gonna give me their phone number, I would assume the number of people giving me phone number will be higher. Mm, I don't know, it depends. And this is actually another point, like what do you focus on? Right, because if you focus on SMS numbers, for example, and do every campaign on that, then you'll probably get more of that. But if you make it like, okay, look, guys, like you can get ten percent off your bill right now yeah. by just doing one click there, and at the bill you're gonna get ten percent off right now. Yeah, like yeah. that that will increase it. But mm. I think WhatsApp actually has this thing though. WhatsApp, I was gonna say that WhatsApp has this urgency to it, where you see it more like a less of a promotional message because yeah. with an app you see it as a promotional message, right? But mm -hmm. with a WhatsApp message, you're like, oh, who's messaging me, right? And if you do broadcasts, so it comes individually to the person, like then it's like, oh, someone's messaging me or what, what these guys are saying and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. like that could work yeah. well. Yeah, in terms of communicating, um, you can use multiple ways, mm -hmm. obviously, right? But, um, you know, now that just the more I think about it, the more I really, really feel that it's really, it's not about getting loads of different types of people coming in it's just about getting the same people coming in yeah, regularly yeah, and true. i think uh restaurants cafe they live and die by that really yeah. uh, because the, reg the regulars isn't it yeah, exactly. yeah it's like coffee is not something i can't buy every single week or more right mm -hmm. but as for clothes that might be different when it comes to retail so i'm just thinking that i think everything we've mentioned here um it includes that thinking right but but I would actually narrow it's down. Wide. Yeah, it's quite wide at the moment. We, we could focus narrow it. fully on those. Because if you have, uh, I don't know the numbers for how coffee shops work, right? But if you did have a thousand true fans who are coming, let's say uh, twice a month they're coming, they're spending five pound each time. That's 10 pound per, uh, per person for, for 1,000 true fans. That's 10,000 in kind of guaranteed income. And then you're going to have another 25% who are non-regulars or another 50% that are non-regulars. Now it's, it's really working, I think. I'll tell you one thing, bro. Someone who goes to coffee shops regularly, they go a lot more like that. So, for example, yeah. my brother, he goes to coffee shops probably like two, three, four times a week. Yeah. 
right? And he's like a regular guy because he's that kind of guy who's like mm-hmm. sitting there working from there and stuff. So if yeah. he's going there three, four times, that means someone like that could be going 10 times in a month, bro, right? Yeah. And so if you're bringing in five pounds, that's like, you know, that's 50 pounds per person. If you've got a mm. thousand true fans, that's 50,000 yeah. pounds, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like, I, I remember uh, I remember reading something once that uh, uh, I think it was uh, Starbucks. It, it costs them uh, is it twenty five pounds or something mm. to acquire a customer. Then no, lifetime, but it... oh sorry, yeah, yeah, the lifetime is the mad one, yeah. Yeah, the lifetime was the mad one. Is that in uh, five five figures? Yes, yeah. more than ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one last thing I just wanted to say on this, and this might go on to the left side rather than the right, right? But I really feel that you have one opportunity offline that you do not get online. Right, uh, and I told I told the story of this recently on uh, one of our coaching calls that we do for the program that we offer, um, where there's a guy who has a restaurant, and outside the restaurant he has his red uh, Ferrari four five eight parked there, right, and he made it from the restaurant. My shots welcome. Like if you live local to me, you probably know what restaurant I'm talking about as well, right? And I believe one of the biggest reasons for his success with an offline business is actually his personality and his relationship building, right? Mm. So when you walk into there, he's like, wow, brother, alaikum, how are you doing? How's everything? It's like you're talking to an old friend. And then sometimes I've sat there and I've watched him and he does that with everyone. Like he's so warm and, and like welcoming and this and that. And so when you get that relationship going, then you're like, why would I ever go to another restaurant of this yeah. type of food mm. when this guy's here like this, right? Mm. And so yeah. even in Ramadan, like, you know, we used to go there for suhoor sometimes last 10 nights. He's like giving us free watermelon and all that kind of stuff. And just like being there present, brother, is everything. Okay, you know, he's the owner. But he's just like so much rapport with you that it's like you just keep feeling like I want to come back just to help this guy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I you think can, like, you can try and, oh, and I, I think, think so. This whole personality, this whole uh, like customer service, this relationship, that has to be one of your unique offerings. You know, people mm-hmm. have to feel like I'm going to this place, and I feel like it's you know like they say about that the the old series Cheers, yeah, where everybody knows mm-hmm. your name. It's that type <laughs> of thing, right? Where yeah. you go there and they just like they know you and they know your name and they're, they're the same kind of waiters and waitresses that serve you and you know yeah, all of that yeah, stuff. Absolutely. And I'll just I'll just just going on, expanding on that point. That that can actually translate into an online offering where you become almost like a thought leader. You're sharing thoughts mm. in the community or yeah. this and that, and the people then actually start following you. And they see you as a bit of a celebrity. Mm. Yeah, especially when you got a Ferrari. It's like, it's like the Salt Bay. You're the Salt Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's just a he's a restaurant owner, but. Yeah. You know, you know, he, actually, he's got like a lot of branches, so but, I think he needs to start cloning himself so he can be everywhere for the photo op. <laughs> look, yeah. look alike, look alike. But, so that, that, but that's actually another one, one great idea, by the way, right? Is that, um, by the way, like this, uh, I went to this place called uh, this burger place on the weekend. They had the Lamborghini parked outside and they had their whole branding on the Lamborghini and stuff, right? Um, what I was going to say about Salt Bay is that what's interesting about him is that he's doing something which is weird. But in the in the kind of uh, environment we live in now, where it's all snappable and stuff, you your unique offering good. your unique offering should have something that's snappable, right? Yeah. Something that people will go on Instagram for, something that people will come to your store for, mm. just so they can do a snap. Because that's how that's how like yeah. some of these younger guys that's how they think that. Like when I said to some of the younger guys, where should we eat, guys? They're like, oh, let's go here. Why? Just because they can go there and they can snap it, right? So mm. you should be doing something that's weird and wonderful. 
as nah, as your as your yes, yeah. I know, as your as your brainchild that basically you do yeah. that and you get known that this is your thing. That's why he yeah. can charge two hundred pounds for a steak, or maybe that's yeah, no, yeah, like burgers that are black with stamps on it and all. That yes, stuff. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. You do something but, unique and different. Yeah. So with, just with that in mind, um, another thing for content is user-generated content. So have own a hashtag, and again, you want people to keep submitting you know their photos of the experience and this and that so again it could be they submitting it on trip TripAdvisor, and then you can use that as content you could they could submit it on instagram using the hashtag and then you can you can rehash that and you know, that again that does the marketing for you mm-hmm. and and you i've added that i you made me think of as well like TripAdvisor um reviews yeah definitely. Um, that, that's that's big that's big i don't know if trust pilot is that used for no, coffee shop not really uh not sure that's more like products and services yeah yeah services, um, yeah just uh, i was just gonna say like use everywhere kind of thing um yeah. you know a lot of uh shops actually they put it as a sticker like outside yeah. isn't it if, if yeah. they were yeah another one would be to uh, this is an offline strategy apply for awards the local awards or this and that um because again oh the award-winning coffee shop right? i mean yeah 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 you could even make uh, your own uh, award Make your own award as well as you invest. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I thought of how the awards work, yeah. work anyway. Is that you just pay for a, a table and you're nominated basically? Because yeah, are, yeah. Even if you don't win the award, you're like, oh, nominated for an award in our first year. <laughs> Did I tell you? I thought about this as an idea for for a book. Yeah, like you know, you have New York Times bestseller. You can just make your own something bestseller list, and they say yeah, it was in that bestseller <laughs> list. Yeah, <laughs> the Sarah Masters bestseller. Yeah. <laughs> Um, good. What did you just say, Faisal? Uh, oh, awards. apply for awards. Yeah. 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 So I think the the main takeaway here is really focusing on getting those re- repeat customers. They could be worth. I, I was. I think I'm wrong with the 10k a month. Uh, that's worth. You know, much more than that. At least oh, yeah. 25k a month just from the regulars. So how can you get them in the first time here? And then we also mentioned some strategies in terms of. Um, uh, bringing them back again and again, whether it's through the SMS, whether it's through the monthly uh, promotions and events and discounts, whether it's through WhatsApp or uh, app notifications, um, as well as the loyalty schemes that we have in place. I feel like loyalty schemes could often be a lot more generous um, if they understood the power and the importance of retention, then yeah. they would actually give more discounts. There's one uh, app that uh, I haven't used it for a while, but it's very it's, it's very much following this. So the way it works is it's like a platform for discounts, uh, but it's called repeat and it's focus mm-hmm. is completely on getting people back into restaurants. So uh, for example, Nando's is on uh, this app. The first time you go, you get uh, 5% off. Okay. But then if you go again within three days, you get 25% off. Wow. And okay. if you go again in the, in an, uh, I think it's seven days or 14 days, like within that period, so now you missed the three days, right? So you're not getting 25% anymore, but you'll go down to just like 15%, right? Which is still quite decent discount. Uh, and so, and then after the two weeks, it's like, okay, you go back to just 5%. So they're really optimizing for getting you to come really like every three days, which, which is yeah. really a lot. But yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine that kind of thing in action. I think it's very, very powerful. That's very good. Yeah, I like that. Um, so just another thing that um, the hospitality trade tends to do is they have... Um, promotions that are um, pr- 
predictable. I mean, or not predictable, but expected. So, for example, Mono um, uh, McDonald's have that monopoly promotion every single year, and everyone like comes, you know, even more for that. Mm. Um, but even Costa and they'll have the Black Forest uh, hot chocolate and latte, or, or they have Christmas coffees or whatever. So. Um, and Brew have just started doing that quite, quite Jaiwala have actually started doing that quite well as well. So they introduced a, you know, a, a, the pink tea as a as a temporary thing initially, and and or, or apple pie chai or something. So so again, these kind of a weird or wacky flavors, it just brings yeah. people in. You know, yes, so that's yeah. another thing that brings people. That's in. something McDonald's do amazingly well. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, McDonald's, yeah. at any time of the year, they will have some promotion on some limited edition yeah. uh, product. And yeah. I think they strategically so limited, limited don't sell it. Scarcity is quite good. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the reason exactly. the reason they do it is because what happens is that you know the McDonald's menu so well that you feel like, oh yeah, it's just like I know McDonald's, I know the taste, I've been there. But if it's something new and something interesting to go for, then it's very different. You know? yeah. yeah. And when you go there for the, you know, like now I think they have mango fizz drink. Yeah. You go there for that. Of course, you're gonna get the big bang. You're gonna get the things that you know anyway. So. Uh, I think that's a really big way that McDonald's does really well is there's always something new. Um, and they, even if something really takes off in terms of sales, they won't make it a permanent thing because they know the power of having the scarcity there. Uh, okay, guys. So uh, we can wrap it up a little bit early, actually, because I think it might be good. I mean, for you to just yeah. recap everything we did. So yeah, that's what I'll do uh, when we, yeah, when we just finish. So, good. Um, so yeah, we went through that. So, in summary, this is uh, our ideas for uh, marketing, getting the customers in the door to a cafe or coffee shop. We said the positioning was you know, a mid to higher end kind of place where the, the main attraction is a nice environment, nice experience in store. Um, the audience is a lot of professionals. And then for the hours where they might not be around, uh, the mothers are coming in uh, kind of thing. So we talked about a lot of the unique offerings uh, that we could potentially go with. Of course, you wouldn't go with this uh, straight away all at once, but you would pick the main ones. And you can see how a lot of these offerings are focused on the audience or the avatar, right? Uh, which is very important. You can't think of these without thinking of the avatar first, okay? Um, so we talked about loyalty cards. We talked about uh, local business uh, discounts where, okay, the local office with 100 employees, they all get discount permanently because they work in local area, get them in uh, free uh, coffee for a year, a competition, and then free hamper giveaway every single month. Um, uh, regular promotions that, you, that people get to know that you do that every single March or whatever. And then we talked about offline and online strategies to actually make people aware of these unique offerings that we have. So offline, we talked about going door to door to set up those relationships. We talked about flyering and we talked about the stencils, uh, you know, stickers stuck around the local area and tasters, which uh, is just outside the store to bring people in. Then online, we talked about getting the listing rights on Google and on those like, um, you know, maybe uh, is it Gumtree or whatever it is, uh, TripAdvisor, these kind of places where you need, it's like directory of local businesses. Yeah. Then we talk about Yell, yes, Yell uh, as well. Um, all local businesses hate Yell, man. Um, <laughs> um, target local vicinity. So uh, location-based targeting when it comes to Google, when it comes to Facebook, and that could lead to either your general website, but more likely lead to some big competition that you're doing like 
free coffee for a year. That should generate you a few hundred or a few thousand uh, emails and phone numbers. We talked about having an app for the loyalty and for the uh, notifications that you can push out to those people, make it very easy for them to download it just with a QR code, you know, in different places in the store. We talk about using local influencers, potentially using the space after hours, after it's closed for events or for uh, hosting a podcast. Um, and we talked about Snapchat filters, loads of different ideas, alhamdulillah. And ultimately, the big takeaway here was having great customer service, having great that personality, that relationship building with the customers, and ultimately focusing on getting repeat customers, getting people to come back and getting that retention. And that's really how you're going to have success with this. So uh, subhanAllah, I think it's amazing how none of us have uh, ever owned a local business, I don't think. And we're able to come up with this because marketing is marketing is marketing, right? It's all about um, communicating value to the target customer and doing that in the ways and notice how it, you would you might imagine that on this right column here uh, that this is what marketers can think of but no it's actually in the unique offerings it's in understanding the audience and then that informs the offerings and the kind of promotions and the products so don't think that marketers don't come up with products marketing should be involved in thinking of the product in the first place and uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. Yeah, Remember, I mean, one, one, one thing yeah. I just wanted to say, it was quite interesting. You went through all that, really good summary, by the way, is um, we hadn't even included the first thing that people do when they have a local uh, like restaurant or take, like um, what people think is, oh, it just needs to be on Deliveroo or Justy and things like that. That's, obviously their, that's the, their go-to online strategy, right? Oh, they'll, they'll bring us customers. Mm. We didn't even mention that in the whole thing, even though that yeah. is a strategy. Because mm. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you don't want to be giving away 30% of everything. Yeah, yeah this way. is all stuff that you can do without that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Inshallah. Yeah, great. So so the number one thing I'm taking really away from this is is retention and, and getting those those raving fans that come back again and again and again. So yeah, thanks guys for the ideas. Thanks for the episode. It's been really good. This has been Marketing While Muslim, episode five. Remember, you can see uh, everything we're writing on screen as well as our cameras on the video version, which will be on YouTube as well as Facebook. And to find that, just search um, Muslim CEO or Muhammad Arshad, something like that. And then we also have, of course, the audio only version. You know, if you just want to listen while driving or while doing some housework or whatever, and that's on all of the podcast platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, all of that. Uh, yeah, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Shadu wa la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruk wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Until next time. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum.